1: Lord's Day to you, and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm Sam Nicholas. I'm your host tonight, uh, and I am so glad to be back behind the microphone. Uh, as you might as well know, uh, if you've been listening the past few weeks, I have been out of town. I was in Houston, Texas, most of this uh, this month. Uh, we left on the 1st of April and got back last week, and uh, everything went well. We, we had a great time in Houston, but uh, as always, um, happy to be home and happy and joyful and uh, just honored to be back behind the microphone, uh, and we're here live. We are back on the radio. I'm back on the radio. Uh, you know, uh, I, I want to thank uh, Stephen and Peter. For doing a great job uh, hosting while I was gone. In fact, uh, Peter is with me tonight uh, on the radio. He'll be here. He's uh, in studio. Uh, I just asked him to come back uh, to be here with me on the radio tonight as we come back on the air. But as always, before we really get into the program, we want to pray. So, Father, we come before you, Lord, thankful, grateful, and hopeful, Lord. Because we know you are awesome and mighty and able to do abundantly and exceedingly beyond everything we ask. Lord, I ask, Father, that you would bless this time on the radio, bless each and every listener, each and every caller. Lord, that there would be a time tonight that we spend with you in your presence, Lord. Lord, your power is available to those who pray. And I am asking, Lord, that there would be many who would call tonight for prayer to seek you not for just what you can give, but for who you are, Lord, to be blessed by you. Lord, I pray over this radio program, your word that says, Father, that your blessing makes one rich and you add no sorrow to it. So, Father, I pray that there would be much blessing tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We're a live program here in studio, ready to take your calls. We are here to pray and to seek God in His Word and to seek God in prayer. So if you need prayer tonight, or if you know somebody who needs prayer tonight, somebody who's in need, you know, we all have a need, we all have needs, but do we come to the Lord? Do we go to God with our needs, or do we go to our bank accounts or do we go to doctors and there's nothing wrong with going to doctors and there's nothing wrong with going to your bank account but our first resort should be to the Lord we come to God first we go to God because he has all the power you know money does not have all the power you can't there are certain things you can't buy in life and I don't care how much money you have you can't buy your good health as much as we need doctors and as much as we depend on doctors and medication and hospitals and surgeries You can't buy good health. But God can give you, God can bless you in many ways, abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask. He has all the power. He has it all. And he desires. I know, you know, God, the the Bible says that God delights in the prosperity of his people. And I, I, I think it was Paul who said, I would that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. So the way we do that is prayer. And the way you would do that tonight is to call in tonight for prayer. We'll help you pray. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. And as always, I want to remind you with prayer, with uh, the Bible, with Scripture. In Philippians uh, 4.19, and this is, some, this, is a, this is a scripture that we all should always memorize. Everyone should memorize this. Paul tells us, And my God will supply all your needs, and underline the word needs. My God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. You know, our God, the God that we serve, the God that we pray to, will supply for all of our needs. And always, I told you to underline needs because, you know, your needs are not your desires. You can desire what you, what you want, but your needs are something else. You know, a need is uh, shelter. A need is clothing. A need is food. A need, that's what we need to survive. You know, God wants to supply for your needs and he supplies for your desires. You can put you can bring any desire before the Lord, but He's going to supply according to His riches and His glory, and He has an abundance of riches and glory. He has an abundance of power to supply for your needs, your desires, everything. So call in tonight with your need. Call in with your desire. Call in with your with what what's going on in your life? If you have a need, call in. If you know somebody who has a need, call in. Stand in the gap for those who either can't pray, don't pray, or won't pray. You can pray for them. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. For the live calls, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. Now, how about your Bible questions? If you have a Bible question, a question about doctrine, a question about theology, a question about the cults, world religion, whatever's on your mind tonight, you can call in and ask your question, and we'll look for the answer to your question in the Word of God, in the Bible. So call in with your questions about doctrine, theology, Christian faith, world religions, the cults, the occult, whatever, whatever's on your mind. In fact, we're going to deal with a question uh, pretty soon. Uh, I got this question uh, by email uh, before I left to Houston, uh, and we're going to deal with uh, with this question in just a minute. But if you have a question, call in. And like I said before, uh, you can email me your questions. You can email me your uh, prayer requests. The prayer requests will be prayed for right away. Uh, I pray for all the prayer requests when I get them and through the week, and then uh, questions will be answered here live on the radio the following broadcast, and you can email me at Sammy, N-L-A, S-A-M-M-Y N L A. That's S A M M Y N is in Nancy L A. dot K K L A at Gmail dot com. Again, that's Sammy N L A. dot K K L A at Gmail
2: dot com. I just want to say, you kept talking about our needs, Mm-hmm. and. While you were talking about our needs, all I could hear in my head, but trust God as a good manager. Uh huh. You know. Uh, Get closer to the mic. Sorry, it's one thing for us to assess what our needs are. Mm-hmm. You know, you were talking about uh, one of our needs is shelter. One of our needs is food. One of our needs. You know, you can list off what we believe our needs are, but when we put it before God, I think what's very important is that we trust that God is a good manager of mm-hmm. our needs. In John 14, 1, it says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. Part of our relationship with God, and I think this is a part of our relationship that he really focuses in on, is our trust in him as our God, as the manager of our needs, as the manager of our life. And I just wanted to point that out. We need to trust God as the manager of our lives of our needs and that when he makes a decision as to what our needs are Mm -hmm. we need to have enough hope and trust and faith in him to know that he knows better than we do
1: you know we mentioned shelter somewhere to live and uh, somewhere to dwell and somebody if you're renting a house you have a landlord that person is the person that manages where you live And he is the Lord of that land. He is the Lord of that house. We have a Lord of everything. He's not just a landlord. He's the Lord of our life. And we should go to him with everything. You know, uh, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, make your requests known unto God. We We can trust in that. You know the the scripture you're saying is do not do not let your heart be troubled, believe in God, believe also in me in my father's house are many dwelling places if it were not so, I would have told you for I go to prepare a place for you. we can trust God that he's he he, he, he you can trust Jesus that he went to prepare a place for us, he's getting that place ready, and he's going to take care of us here on earth until we're there in his presence. so again, you can call them tonight what's your needs. What's troubling you? What's troubling your heart tonight? What are you anxious about? What are you in in turmoil about? That you need God to make a way. And God can make a way. He will make a way. If you ask, if you seek, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. I also want to encourage you, as today is the Lord's Day, to be in church. You know? It's the Lord, it's, it's Sunday, and we all want to be in church. We all want to be a part of, we are a part of the body of Christ, but the body of Christ assembles together in church to worship, to praise, to hear his word. So I want to encourage you to be in your local church, if you have a local church. If you don't have a local church, someplace you go every week, we can help you find a church in your area. Just email me at my uh, email address, tell me where you live, and I'll... I'll help you find a church. We'll suggest a church in your area. We are blessed, so blessed, uh, in Southern California with so many fine churches. And I just want to mention, um, I, I got a, an email this uh, this week reminding me about Pastor Greg Laurie's Harvest Crusade. It's coming up, I believe, uh, in July or August. I'm not sure of the dates yet. I have to, submit, I have to get that into my notes. But look it up. Uh, The Harvest Crusade this year is going to be at the Honda Center. Usually it's uh, either at Angel Stadium or Dodger Stadium, but this year it's going to be at the Honda Center, which will be a lot of fun. It's a great facility. It's a great venue. Uh, So I encourage you. July 1st and 2nd. Thank you, Remy. Uh, Remy's in my ear telling me that it's July 1st and 2nd, uh, so I want you to put that date down and make plans to get out to the Honda Center for Pastor Greg Laurie's Harvest Crusade. Uh, It's a great event, but it's even greater when you bring somebody who doesn't know the Lord yet. You know, uh, get out to your friends and family, your neighbors, you know, do the work of the Lord. Be an evangelist. Be somebody who's out there sowing seeds. So bring somebody to the Harvest Crusade, July 1st and 2nd. Uh, I'll be making more announcements as the time goes by, but you got time to get ready for the harvest crusade uh like i said we have fine fine churches great churches great people who are serving the lord in our area so if you need a church email me at sammy at gmail.com and i'll help you find a church in your area if you're in the arcadia area i want to recommend the hills church pastor walter walter hoplin uh Just get on Google and uh, look up the Hills Church Arcadia uh, on First Avenue, 10 10 a.m. every Sunday morning. Okay, well, that's all of our announcements. We're going to pray for some people. Uh, We want to pray for Pastor Steve Johnson. He's been in the hospital. Um, He's doing better, but we want a complete and total healing. I want to pray for chemo out in Florida. Uh, Also, Eric is a young man who's ill in the hospital. I want to pray for Mimi for all of her needs and especially uh, that she would uh, fulfill her class, that she would get, that she would pass her class uh, where she's going to school. And also, I was very saddened uh, to hear that Pastor uh, Charles Stanley went home to be with the Lord. He left us, uh, but he's with the Lord. Uh, he was ninety years old, pastor in Atlanta, Georgia, for for many, many, many oh, well, about fifty years. Uh, he pastored the, the First Baptist Church in Atlanta. So we want to pray for his family. He's uh, uh, his, his son and his daughter. So, so Father, we come before you, Lord, seeking your blessing, seeking what you have to offer, Lord, not what yes. the world offers, but what comes from your hands, Lord, the blessing of the Lord that ma- makes us rich and has no sorrow. So I pray Lord that. pastor steve Lord, that should heal him totally and completely that you would just strengthen his heart strengthen his body bless him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet i pray for chemo whatever is going on with chemo you know lord you know his situation i pray your healing upon him i pray your healing upon eric will that everything that needs to be done, would be done according to your will and your purpose for his healing, Lord, that there would be a touch, a touch from your hand, miraculous healing. I pray for Mimi, Lord, that her needs would be met and that she would be able to pass her class, Lord, and get a passing grade and and, and fulfill, Lord, that desire in her heart. And I pray for the Stanley family, Lord, for Andy Stanley and his sister, Lord, I pray for peace and comfort upon them, Lord. The knowledge, Lord, that when, when when we leave this earth, Lord, the moment we close our eyes on this earth, our eyes are opened in your presence. So I pray with that comfort that you would comfort the Stanley family, Lord. Get them through this time. And I just pray, Lord, for the people of the church, for the congregation, Lord, that you would raise up someone, Lord, to, to, to be the pastor there, Lord, and just continue the work of the First Baptist Church in Atlanta. And I thank you, Father. In all things, Lord, we give you honor and glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. And I'm your host, Sam Nicholas in studio with me is my son Peter Nicholas. And we'll be here for the next uh forty some odd minutes, taking your calls for prayer, answering your questions. So if you need prayer, call in at eight eight eight. 995 5552 888-995-5552 if you need prayer or if you know somebody who needs prayer and I just want to tell Mike and Vicky and Oscar and Rachel please keep holding on we'll get to your calls in just a minute uh, we've got a few lines still open so call in and we'll get to your calls 888-995-5552 for your prayer requests and also for your questions Questions about the Bible, about Christianity, about doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, whatever. 888 995 Let's deal with this question, Peter. Uh, I got this question before I left to go to Houston, and here's how it goes. It says, uh, Sam, just want to say how my friends and I, we enjoy your show, and we love your good advice from Scripture. I have a friend that is on the fence with once saved, always saved. He thinks that you can lose your salvation. I said that doesn't make any sense unless he wasn't saved to begin with. Can you hash this out for us? Thanks, Sam. Chad from Long Beach. Well, Chad from Long Beach. I agree that you cannot lose your salvation. I don't believe that God would be so irresponsible to allow us to lose our salvation. And I I, I, take the, I, I I use the word lose in a very literal sense. You can't lose your salvation in the sense that the same, the same way you lose your keys. You know, if you lose your keys for your car or the house... And I'm just using that as an example. It could be anything. It could be a book. It could be uh, your wallet. It could be anything. Because when you lose something, you don't know when you lost it. You know, if I know when I, if I knew when I lost something, I'd be, I'd go back and get it. You usually don't know that you, when you lose something, that you lost it, and you usually don't know where you lost it. You have to go start looking for it, and you have to trace back where you were and what you were doing so to lose your salvation without knowledge of when you know how you lost it when you lost it you can't lose it in in the literal sense and even where this comes from you know the 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 doctrine of eternal security Calvin never mentions that you about losing your salvation you know it doesn't mention uh, you know where the he never says once saved always saved in his uh in his uh explanation he uses the phrase perseverance of the saints if you're saved you will persevere to the end of your life in your salvation uh, he never uses the phrase once saved always saved He never uses the expression of losing your salvation. He talks about a saint or somebody who's saved persevering, continuing to the end. And I want to use John the 15th chapter in this explanation of why I don't believe you can lose your salvation. But there's also a second point. Uh, Calvinism doesn't uh, allow for free will you know we have a free will just as you can choose to receive Christ you can choose to reject Christ so we have a free will but listen to this listen to to John the 15th chapter he says I am divine and my father is the vine dresser every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches." He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up, and they gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit... And so prove to be my disciples. Just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, so that you may so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be made full. Now here's the thing with the doctrine of perseverance of the saints. There are good arguments for both sides. But I believe, first of all, that you can't lose your salvation. But remember here, Jesus in this fifteenth chapter of John is talking to his own disciples. He's talking to people that are that are supposedly saved. Except one. Well, except Judas. These are saved Christians. They're followers of Jesus, just as we are followers of Jesus. But he's saying, if you don't abide in me, you're not my disciple. If you don't abide in me and you don't bear fruit, what's going to happen? It says, if anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up and they are gathered and cast into the fire and they are burned. This allows for man's free will you can choose to abide in Christ or choose not to abide now here's what I mean if you're a Christian if you're born again you are saved but there's a thing you know you don't win a race by just starting the race you win the race by finishing the race by crossing the finish line and you know Everybody who runs the marathon, it doesn't matter what place they finish. First, second, third, 44th, 45th. The thing is to finish the marathon. Finish the race. Christianity is a race, is like a race. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's something we, we live for the rest of our lives as Christians. But if a Christian starts getting involved in the world... If a Christian starts following carnal uh, uh, desires, they keep going and keep going and keep going in that in that nature, in that lifestyle. You know, their heart becomes callous, callous to the Lord, and it's possible. You know, it's you have to allow for the possibility that somebody will say, "Well." I don't want to be saved anymore. I don't want to follow Jesus anymore. So in that sense, you don't lose your salvation, but somebody can give up their salvation, can walk away from their salvation. There are some people that say, that argue the point, well, that person was never saved to begin with. And that's a fine argument. But we can't, we can't judge a person's heart. We don't know that for sure. You have to allow for man's free will because God will never violate man's free will will if god violated man's free will then our love for him our obedience to him would be worthless because we would have no choice and that's what calvinism doesn't allow doesn't allow for man's free will Uh, besides perseverance of the saints there's something called unconditional election there's limited limited atonement and something else that i disagree with is irresistible grace they say that God's grace is irresistible. When God's grace is offered to you, you have no choice but to accept God's grace. And I don't believe that. I don't believe that God's grace is irresistible. There are many people who resist God's grace, no matter how many times it's offered to them. So, Chad in Long Beach, I hope your friend is is hearing this, and I hope I've been clear. If I'm not, you guys can call, or anybody can call in and ask me, or ask a further question about this uh, subject of perseverance of the saints or what's called once saved, always saved. Uh, I don't believe that you can lose your salvation, but I do believe that a person can walk away from their salvation. Peter, you had something to add to that?
2: oh well, I, uh, I like the NIV version of John 15. It says, if you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Mm-hmm. All right. To wither means to become dry and shivelled, to cease to flourish, to fall into decay or decline. What falls into decay or or decline? What decays? Something that's dead. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Jesus being the vine, us being the branch. To separate from the vine is to separate from the source of our life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the only alternative to that has to be death. We wither because we cut ourselves off from the source of our life. And I think that's where uh, where we get messed up. Mm-hmm. We stop drawing from the source of what gives us life, what gives us strength, what gives us, you know, who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and you know something, we, we a lot of times we judge by appearance. And I don't want people to get I don't want people to get mixed up with a backslidden Christian from an apostate christian somebody who falls away from their faith there are there are christians that uh... might be backslidden and their uh... communion with god might be separated but their union with god is still there it's possible for a christian to backslide like the prodigal son who left his father he was his father never stopped being his father even though he was in a backslidden condition in a pigsty, living his life, living a worldly life, but he came to his senses. A backslidden Christian can always come to his senses and come back to the Lord and be restored. So we can't judge somebody even who's backslidden. We can't judge a person's heart. We can judge what they're doing is wrong. We can we can we can we can see that. That's pretty evident. We can judge a person's actions, but we can't judge their heart or their condition. We need to leave that to the Lord. You know, Jesus told us not to judge hypocritically, uh, you know, thinking that we're greater than somebody or better than somebody. Uh, don't Don't judge that person, but reach out to that person. Help them come to their senses through your prayers and through advice. But then there's those who totally completely walk away from the lord now were they were they ever saved to begin with don't make that judgment you can't if they committed their life to the lord then at one time and it was only superficial it wasn't sincere you don't know that we don't know that we can't judge that you know but we have to allow for man's free will i I, I, that's what i believe that's what i believe the, the bible teaches
2: I don't believe that you should judge anybody on one day in their life. We look at things so narrow, narrowly, okay? You have to understand that God judges everything, and he sees it from the beginning to the end. We only see particular moments in people's lives, and we very quickly judge people on this moment in mm-hmm. their life. God knows what's coming after that. That's why he didn't allow us to be the judge of uh people's salvation or what we don't get to send people to hell or to heaven, but you know what we get to participate yeah. in helping them in their salvation. The <clears throat> So kind of lost my train of thought for a second. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, I was thinking about your question uh, before, and I was telling you before uh, we got on the air, we talk a lot about it's our relationship with God that mm-hmm. determines whether or not uh, we have salvation. And I was telling you about uh, a relationship between a father and a son and a son and a father, okay? If I wanted to disown you as my father, it wouldn't be that easy. It wouldn't be something that I could just yeah. wake up one day and say, you know what, Sam is not my father anymore. Right. To do so completely, I would have to go to a court. I would have to petition a judge. I would have to do all kinds of paperwork. I'd have to make a great effort mm-hmm. to do so. It would have to be worth it. I would have to feel but, so strongly about even it. Even if you did that, that, was,
1: that would change your name, but it wouldn't change your heritage. It wouldn't change the fact that I am still your father. Is you can't change biology. You know, you're still the son of Sammy Nicholas.
2: No even though, what.
1: even though you change your name, it doesn't matter. But here's the thing: Jesus didn't say to Nicodemus, "If you do this or if you do that, you're saved." He said, "If you're born again, if you have a relationship, if you're born again, that's when you're saved." If you have a relation and what did Jesus say in John 17:3 This is eternal life to know the one true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. It's not about what you do. It's what Jesus has done. Jesus died on the cross for you. Do you accept and receive him as Lord and Savior? That's being born again. Changing your life. Allowing God to change your life, to change your heart, to change your mind second uh, corinthians five seventeen if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. Behold, old things have passed away, and all things have become new it 's a life changing experience it 's not just something you do you don 't just go to church and get saved you don 't just get baptized and get saved. You get born again and then you 're saved. That means you come into a relationship with God the Father, with God the Son, with God the Holy Spirit, you come into a relationship and you persevere in that relationship to the day you leave this earth or till the day he comes back for the rapture. That's a Christian life. Being in relationship with God, with, with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, being in relationship and persevering in that relationship to the end. You know, that's what Calvin says. Perseverance of the saints. That's who goes to heaven per, those who persevere in their relationship with Jesus Christ to the very end amen amen but
2: i i i do have to ask though all right the whole every created being on the planet were they not created by god don't we have look they don't have a relationship a loving relationship a salvation relationship mm-hmm. you know with god yeah. but no matter what at their root they even though they don't recognize it even they don't live as it they were created by god whether they recognize it or not well, let me explain that we are all children of god we're, we all come
1: from adam adam was the first created man first created being first created human being and we all are god's children but we don't have a relationship with the father because of sin sin is doesn't send anybody to hell sin will separate you from your relationship with jesus christ or with god and because of that separation if we live in denial or rejection of god through a lifelong uh through a lifelong sin situation in our life that's what sends people to hell Separate, being separated from God here on earth because of sin will be separated from God in eternity still because of sin. Until that sin problem is taken care of, we can't have a relationship with God because he can't look upon sin. God cannot have a relationship. God cannot have uh, commune with sin. And sin is in our life from from, from birth because of the sin nature that we inherited From Adam. So until that sin problem is taken care of, we can't have a relationship. Even though we're his children, we don't have a relationship with him because of the sin problem. That sin problem was taken care of through Jesus Christ on the cross. And the only way we can get rid of that sin problem is through accepting and receiving the finished work of Christ on the cross through his death, burial, and resurrection. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Amen. That's by choice. Again, we choose by our free will to accept Jesus Christ and the work that He's done.
2: You know, well, go ahead. When you enter into a relationship, you know what? There are conditions to that relationship. Well look at just just look at John fourteen
1: uh, or John I'm sorry, John fifteen. How many times is the word if in this word? I am a few times. It says if you if you abide in me, and I in you. If is so many so many times. If, if is a word that comes with conditions. If you do this, I will do that. It's you know, it's only two letters, but it's a pretty big word. I remember you preaching. I that. preached on that. Yeah, I know. I remember when I, I have a sermon on, on on the word if. If is a is a, a, a I, I don't know the, the proper term. Uh, But it's a word that has conditions. If. It's not for sure. Because you might not do what Jesus wants you to do. But if you do what he wants you to do, it says, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. You know, If you do this, then this is going to happen.
2: Amen? Amen. But if we enter into this relationship, aren't the benefits of this relationship don't they outweigh the restrictions of the
1: yeah but the problem with that is we are a right now kind of people we want the blood, we want what we want right now but his blessings come in the future the total blessing of your salvation will come at a time when you think it's the worst time when you die when you leave this earth his promise is not for this earth his promise is for eternity in the next life you know we're a I, uh, I want it now generation we want what we want and we want it now you know we don't look to the long term but christians have the blessed hope of eternity mm-hmm. our blessed hope is not here on this earth yeah he provides for our needs even our desires here on this earth but this is not our best life you know i uh, there's a book out by joel olstein your best life now what a contradiction of terms. If your best life is now, what are you going to expect in heaven? Our best life is not now in this earth. Our best life is when we come into the presence of Jesus Christ in eternity. So, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm totally not uh, promoting the, that book by Joel Osteen. <laughs> don't, don't, don't go out and buy that book. Don't get involved with Joel Osteen at all. Uh he's to me he's he's uh, he's not a, a a real christian preacher he's just a uh, he likes to uh, what do you call it promote yourself you know so uh, i'm not trying to promote Joel Osteen but here's the thing jesus is the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father but through him your 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 salvation is not dependent on what you do It's dependent on who you know. And this is eternal life, to know the one true God. And you have to know him through your life, not just today, not just tomorrow, not for a month, not for a year. It's for the rest of your life, to be in communion, to be in relationship with Jesus Christ. And somebody who promotes once saved, always saved, and there's a lot of people that are just so dogmatic about it, usually are trying to justify a lifestyle. You know, I'm okay, I'm I'm saved, even though I'm in this condition. No, you're not saved just because you're in this, even though you're in this condition. You're saved because you know Jesus Christ. You're saved when you have a relationship with him in your born-again experience. So let's persevere to the end. Amen. We're going to start going to the phone lines. We've got uh, probably around 20 minutes left, and we're going to take a few phone calls. We might get back to this to this uh, subject in, after the phone calls, but let's go to the phones. And first, let's talk to Mike, who's been waiting for a long time. Hi, Mike. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour.
0: Hi, Sam. Oh, wait. I don't care. You're worth it.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. You're so kind. Good to have you back, Sam. Good to be back. I'm glad to be back behind the microphone, of thank course. You, well, we're still me and
3: my mom still hanging in there. We still got these ones around us that are not so good, but as long as we have Jesus with us, we'll make it. So maybe another prayer for me and my mom.
1: Yes, father, I thank you, Father. I thank you for Mike and his mom. I thank you for his dedication, Lord, to taking care of his mom, to honor his mom. You told us to honor our parents, Lord, and he's honoring his mom by taking care of her and providing for her. But Lord, you're the ultimate provider, so I pray that you provide health and prosperity for mike and his mom according to your riches and glory in christ mm-hmm. jesus let there be a blessing every day a new blessing for them in jesus name amen mm-hmm. thanks again sam god bless mike you- oh, let's go to our next caller and we're going to talk to Vicky. hi Vicky. you're on the gypsy christian hour hi sammy hi how you doing Vicky?
4: good thank you thank you i don't know if i gave you a praise report about the last time you prayed for me and the court case was turned around in our favor and it was just really turned out really wonderful oh, so i wow. just wanted to give god the, the glory for that
1: yeah I'm we've been, been praying for that for a long time haven't we Vicky? yeah
4: yeah yeah it worked out thank you jesus yeah well,
1: praise the lord let's just thank the lord together father we thank you lord for the uh the good outcome, Lord, to this court case, Father. I thank you for, for Vicky's persistence in praying, Lord. We will persist in our prayer. We will persist in our, in, in asking and seeking and desiring your blessing, Lord. I thank you for the blessing that was given to Vicky, Lord, and her family, and we just give you all the honor and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. In
4: Jesus' name. Amen. And I have one more court case coming up, but I want to pray that this comes out for a blessing That uh, because the guy, Jose, at the storage, okay, what happened is they raised it from like $80 to 140 and it's kind of gouging, right? Mm-hmm. But I have a friend that's really good with, um, he's like a lawyer, and he's really good with things and paralegal things and all of that. So he has some information to help the manager, actually, because somebody was gouging him. Mm-hmm. So I just want to pray that this works out for all of us, that Jose doesn't lose his job. That right. the manager will mr rubens will be blessed and that we will have our storage lowered at least just to 110 yeah. you know
1: well father you know, again then, let's pray and then
4: marcus too yeah he will have his lowered yeah. to a decent price
1: oh lord we pray for this court case lord for whatever's going on in this situation with the storage father lord that there would be blessings for all lord uh, again i mentioned your word lord that says the blessings of god makes one rich and he adds no sorrow so I pray, Lord, that there would be a blessing, Lord, for, for Vicki and for everybody involved, Lord, that no one would lose their jobs, Lord, but that everyone would be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
4: Thank you so much, Fanny. Well,
1: God bless you, Vicki. Thanks for calling you in too. tonight. Bye. Uh-huh. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We've got 15 minutes left in the program, so if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. If you have a question about... Christianity, doctrine, theology, whatever. If you have a comment on what we've been talking about tonight, uh, eternal security, the problem uh, of people saying once saved, always saved, and not understanding perseverance of the saints, uh, you can call in tonight at 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Let's go back to our callers, and we're going to talk to Oscar. Hi, Oscar, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Oscar? Hello, Oscar! Wake up! <laughs> Hello? I think Oscar is kind of asleep on the phone there. Let's see if we can put him on hold. There we go. And uh, Remy or uh, Jonathan, you guys can try and wake up Oscar. <laughs> okay, let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Gil. Hi, Gil. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. uh, Hi, Pastor. This is Brother
3: Gil. I'm glad that you're back, and I'm I'm glad that everything is well with you and your family. Thank you. I praise the Lord for that. We love you. Me and my friend Louie. We're like a tag team. We are always listening to you on Saturday nights when we can after. We have a little rock and roll band after we were done rehearsing. Mm -hmm. We get together, have some coffee, and listen to our brother Sam Nicholas give us the word of God. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you so much.
3: I want to thank you for your prayers because always when I call in for prayers, and, you know, I have a sickly body, the prayers come through and they get answered, and praise the Lord for that. And right now I have a request, a special request for all my kids, of course, but for one of my oldest daughter, her name is Valerie. She's an ex-veteran. She served our country for two terms. And right now she's uh, going through that, uh, I guess, what the the soldiers go through when they get back. I forgot what it's called. uh,
1: PTSD. Yes, exactly. It's post-traumatic stress syndrome.
3: Syndrome, exactly. Well, on top of that... She's dabbling with some kind of a pill. I don't know. They call it blue or blues or something. Uh-huh. Which I think those pills they contain some kind of fentanyl. And uh, my granddaughter has already.
1: Now, is this medication she's taking? Is it prescribed from one of the doctors, or is oh, this?
3: Oh no, no. She stopped taking her prescription medicine. She's dabbling with this other stuff. Okay. So we need to pray for it. Yeah. It's an addiction. Right. And she's lost, man. She's not the same person. It's like she's off a little mentally and I'm trying to help her, but I can't get her to any facility against her own will. No. And she is a child of God. I raised her in the church mm-hmm. and she knows the word of God, but she and then she on top of that she has a a, a homosexual lifestyle. Mhm. And on top of that, and I tell her that that's what's opening all the doors to everything else. Yeah. And I told her that she needs to be delivered, and needs to give her life over to the Lord. Yeah. And I pray for her and I everybody that's out there listening right now on the radio, you please, please pray for my daughter Valerie. Amen.
1: Well, let's pray. Let's so pray hard. right now, She's Gil. A girl. Oh,
3: and it hurts. You know, when one of your yeah. children is going through something like that, it yeah. hurts very much. Well and i know if we pray and we Ah, all come in agreement that the lord is going to break the strongholds
1: in jesus name well father we come before you lord and as the prodigal son came to his senses in a pigsty lord i pray that valerie would come to her senses lord Lord, even though she's been through so much uh, and she's (laughs) suffering from from ptsb lord I know you can make a way, Lord. I pray that you would save her, Lord, that you would deliver her from whatever it is that's affecting her mentally, emotionally, Lord. I pray that you would deliver her from this addiction uh, to whatever medication she's taking. I pray, Lord, that you would bring her to her senses in every way, Lord, Lord. that she would leave the lifestyle that she's living in, Lord, and that she would seek a lifestyle of of, of, of yes, a, a relationship with Jesus That's Christ so Father yes, I pray for Valerie and I yes, I encourage everyone who's listening to keep Valerie in prayer to lift her up Lord to you because you're the one who will save her you're the one who will who will uh, yes, just Heavenly redeem Father. her Lord through the work of Jesus Christ through the work of yes, the Holy Spirit I pray yes, that you would touch heaven. her heart Lord that you would open her eyes and her mind Lord to, yes. to your influence, Lord, that the world would no longer influence her, that the drugs would no longer influence her, Lord, that sin yes. would no longer influence her, but that she would be redeemed and influenced through the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray according to your will, Lord, in yes. Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Another
3: thing also, Pastor, uh, I had made a promise to the Lord, and uh, and even before my friend Lou here, That I would send you a love offering, but I want this love offering to be for you, Pastor. Uh, I want you to spend it on yourself. I know your heart where it's at, and you probably want to throw it back into the ministry (laughs) and everything, but I want this money that I'm going to send you, Pastor. I want you to spend it on yourself and buy yourself a nice, well, thank you, thank you, whatever it is you need. Just before we hang up, just put on the the memo.
1: Right on the check where it says memo, or or down in the lower left hand corner, just put a love offering on there, and I'll know. Okay, I'll know. Then
3: well, brother Gil, and we want you to get yourself something nice to wear, or whatever <laughs> okay. the money allows you to do. So when we hang up, if the whoever the, the give, other end, yeah. I could get the information. I'll give it. I'll
1: give it right now when we hang up. I'll uh, I'll give the information.
3: But remember, Pastor, I want you to spend it on yourself.
1: Okay, I'll, I promise. Okay, thank All you, right. Brother Gil.
3: My call. I want to know what it is you bought.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. God bless you. God bless. We love you. Uh, here's another you. thing. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna announce the Gypsy Christian Hour, but you just make it out to Sam Nicholas. Okay.
3: That's correct. All right. Get it out to Brother Sam Nicholas.
1: All right. God bless you, Brother God Gil. God
3: bless you. We love you, Brother. Thank Good you. Good night.
1: Well, as uh, Gil was saying, he wants to send in uh, a love offering. I'm going to ask you to send in a donation to the Gypsy Christian Hour. You know, we are a uh, listener-supported uh, program here, and I hope you'll take the time to pray this week and ask the Lord if he would have you support the Gypsy Christian Hour. Not me, but the Gypsy Christian Hour, the ministry here we have on the radio. Uh, we are 5013 C. We have, uh, you know, it's all tax deductible. So if you would consider us worthy, I would have you write a check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Don't make it out to me unless it's a love offering. But uh, make it out to the Gypsy Christian Hour, whether it's $5 or $50 or $500. The amount is not so important as your desire to help this program stay on the air. So if you would, please take the time to send a a, a donation in uh, to the Gypsy Christian Hour, P.O. Box 93917. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Again, that's the Gypsy Christian Hour, P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. I'm not asking for myself. I'm asking for your help to stay on the air here at KKLA. We've been here for 36 years, and we're going to continue to be here on Saturday nights at midnight as long as the Lord provides, and he provides through his people. You can be a part of this ministry by uh, sending in a donation and also by telling somebody about the gypsy christian hour sharing this program telling them about the podcast we are on podcast you can listen to this program anytime you want on podcast all of our programs are recorded and they're on the podcast page at kkla.com well we got time for one more caller so I don't, i'm not sure about the name hello is this Mannery or mallory who who am i speaking to hello Is this Manare? I got hello, Hello, hi. Yes, I'm talking to you. How do you pronounce Uh, your name?
5: And my name is
1: Manad. Okay, Manad. How can we pray for you tonight, Manad?
5: Um, hello. Um, my English language is not good. Um, I'm I'm Persian. I'm an immigrant. And um, actually, um, when I open, when I um, turn on my radio and I just uh, listen to your program and because I uh, convert to Christianity uh, 16, 15 or 16 years ago mm-hmm. when I was in my country. And um, um, actually, I, um, I want to ask you to pray for me for living in this country as an immigrant. And um, um for my job, for everything, but I changed uh, this decision because um my people in my country these days, they are in a bad situation because of our government and the mm-hmm. regime, the mullahs uh, based on Islam, they kill the people, they rape right. the women, they rape the daughters, the, um, the, they rape the Girls I understand. And boys, now you said you're and, uh, you, you
1: said you're Persian, so that means you're from Iran. Yes,
5: yes, I'm from Iran. Yes. Okay.
1: Well, I don't have much time left on here, so let's pray right now, Minad. Father, I, yes, pray, uh, I want pray to pray, pray for you, and for I want my, to pray for my, for the people in Iran.
5: For my, for my people in my country. Yes.
1: yes. Well, Father, yes, I thank you and I praise you, Lord. And I thank you for Renard, for Lord. We are a country of immigrants, so I hope that she won't feel like she's a minority because we're all immigrants. We all came from somewhere else, Lord. And I pray for her, Lord, that you would bless her in this country, Lord. Lord, that you would just bless her in every way, that she would prosper and be in health as her soul prospers in you, Lord, as she follows you and perseveres in her life with you, in her communion, in her relationship with you, Lord, that you would bless her in each and every way, Lord. All of her needs, Lord, that they would be provided for according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And Father, I pray so earnestly for the people of Iran, Lord, that you would bring that country, that you would bring the people of that country into the truth of Jesus Christ, Mm. that they would forsake the teachings of Islam and that they would come to the teaching of Jesus Christ, that they would follow Jesus Christ, that there would be a great revival in Iran, Father, and that the people of Iran would be safe in your hands. Lord, I pray, Lord, that that there would be an outcry to the people of ministry, an outcry of the gospel, and that they would receive Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for the government of Iran, Lord, that they would come to their senses and that they would know the truth of the Bible, that they would know the truth of Jesus Christ in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Well, you've been listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and as I've been told, our time is just about up. So I just want to encourage you, be in church, persevere. We persevere to the end. We're going to finish the race. Paul said he finished the race. He fought the good fight. That doesn't happen until the end. And it's not the end yet. Keep going. Keep reading your Bible. Keep your relationship with Jesus Christ in prayer. Keep going to church. Keep obeying him. But most of all, what did he say? Abide in him. When we abide in him, we have life. If not, well, I don't even want to mention it. Well, God bless you. Thank you for listening. It's great to be back. I'm so glad you joined us tonight. And hopefully we'll be back next week. God bless and good night.